Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V, the Gorilla Economist, and I'm with CJ. He's working the airwaves live. And so right now he's back with us after winning the golf tournament over at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, he's working the airwaves. We have with us the man of the hour who needs no introduction. If you don't know who this gentleman is, you are clearly living under a rock, a schmock, a basement, or a bunker somewhere in un some undisclosed part of the world. It is the one and only Matthew Errett. He is the geostrategic geohistorical mastermind the brain trust right here on roguenews.com and he is with canadianpatriot.org canadianpatriot.org as well as the rising tide foundation.net and folks if you haven't done so already you need to get matthew Eric's book the clash of two americas volume one two and three get all three it is critical for you to have this to understand who the hell we really are because we don't know. We don't know. We as Americans, we don't know. Why? Because Hollywood lied to us for 50 years, and we fell asleep at the wheel. So we have we have historical amnesia. Matthew Eretz's books is the medicine that reverses the historical amnesia and stupor that we're all under. Get it for yourself. Get it for your family. Get it for your friggin' kids if they want to understand American history. This is a piece of literature and a, and a work that I will be passing on to my kid so when she grows up, she understands the true history of everything. And I, for one, am thankful for Matthew for, for writing this. It's, it's, it's that, that's how awesome and how serious I am about his work. So with that Dude. being said, the one and only incomparable Matthew Eric. V, nobody does an intro like you, man. Nobody. No, I, tr <laughs> no. I try, man. You know, I you try. Do. Hey, I really appreciate that. It's it's very authentic. I I'm very moved. And honestly, look, actually, the um, there's gonna be a fourth book too. We're um, we're, we're setting the keep writing them out. Keep writing, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do something on the uh, the British origins of the deep state with with a little bit more thorough detail to put some more meat on the bones of like what is the British Empire today? How was what was the British Empire since it, it has a very different character than what history books and, and Hollywood movies have passed down to us. Um, it always was something very different and very evil, but also not very British because at the end of the day, and I'm going to go through this in my book, is how did this parasite impose itself onto England in the first place? And a lot of people right. don't even know this, that England it's at a certain point, you know, like they weren't intrinsically bad. They, there was a lot of good. And in fact, you could say that the American Revolution was an English revolution, but it was the better part of the British character, the British traditions, sure. or I should say English, that um, that the colonists represented around Ben Franklin, who was himself, you know, he saw himself as a, as a British citizen, and uh, as did many of the founding fathers. And they just simply recognized that the hellfire rot that had taken control over a century or more since the Glorious Revolution especially, but it had been going on before that, was something that couldn't be redeemed at a certain point. They had tried to save, to, to transform the character of, of Britain from within. Ben Franklin tried so hard. He didn't really want a revolution right away. Um, he was working hard to try to like work with, with like-minded thinkers who were still trying to revive and undo the disaster that was the Republican revolution. Because Britain, before America became a republic, Britain was a republic for, for 10 years, right? Under um, Cromwell and in the 1640s. They actually, they cut off the head of uh, Charles I, which is a, a foreboding 
bad omen uh, for Charles III that his namesake, that he might fall the way of his namesake, since he's also running roughshod over the lives of the people and giving them no good reason to love him. Um, but this, they instituted a real republic. Now, the, the, it was a messy deal. It was a, it was a mess because they, it was like plucking underripe fruit. They didn't prepare the groundwork culturally. You had a lot of reactionaries um, in, in power structures as well as good people. And ultimately, after a decade, it turned into an ungovernable mess and the monarchy was restored. The Bank of England was soon set up after the Glorious Revolution, right? And that was really a Venetian takeover. So in the book series, I'm going to go through a little bit. How did the Venice, the, the Venetian oligarchs use their fifth colonists that had been embedded within England, um, who had em empowered themselves around Lord John Churchill? Um, in order to create what was called the Venetian Party and then take over and transplant this this beast into Britain itself, such that this became such a, a nasty global empire soon thereafter that the American colonists broke free. 